presence would be here, God, that we would worship you in spirit and in truth, God, that you would receive all the glory in Jesus' name. Oh
Bibles, turn to Acts chapter 5. Don't think I'll be too long here tonight. Had a direction, thought God really want me to go, and then really right before church. Kind of changed that. Amen. Just want to read a small portion of scripture here thought I had a little while ago or the Holy Ghost gave it to me I don't know if it was during, during prayer or in here or some other time but I do you know believe the Holy Ghost has given me this Acts chapter 5 starting in verse 1 the Bible says but a certain man named Ananias and Sapphira his wife sold a possession and kept back part of the price his wife also being privy to it and bought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and keep back part of that part of the price of the land? While, while as it remained, was it not thine own? And after, after it was sold, was it not thine own? Why was it not in thine own power? Why hast thou conceived this thing in thine heart? Hast in thine heart. Thou hast not lied unto men, but unto God. And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost. And great fear came upon them all that heard these things. Amen. 
Father, do come to you tonight. Do ask you, Lord, to fill me with your spirit, Father. Let me speak as your oracles. Let my tongue be as a pen of a ready writer, Father. I pray you would bring conviction, Father. There would be fear amongst us, O God. In your house, there would be fear, Father. Yes, in Jesus' name. I want to just talk about a, uh, a thought, you know, along the same lines. I know here Ananias and Sapphira, they were lying unto the Holy Ghost, and their, their main intention was they had seen, if you read further up, I'm in verse, the chapter back in chapter 4, if you read back in the, that chapter, everybody else was selling their land and their possessions and giving it to the apostles, and it wasn't necessarily a command to give everything that you have and give it all to sell everything that you have and give it to the apostles. It wasn't a command, but people were choosing to do that. But the great sin right here was lying to the Holy Ghost, saying that he had given everything and not really given everything. That's right. Now, I believe really along the same lines as Daddy was preaching, you know, Sunday, when he talked about the, the parable here, the good and honest heart, that was the good soil. I believe that's paramount. If, if we don't have a good and honest heart, and I want to say this before we get into this, if we don't have a good and honest, and, and this has really been a theme, you know, since we've started these meetings or really along every, every time someone preaches, we must, if we're going to hear what God has to say, we have to be honest. We have to be not only honest with each other, but honest with ourselves. What we really are, when the Holy Ghost begins to prick your conscience, when the Holy Ghost says, this is what's wrong with you, you're not hiding that, or, or you have to be honest and say, that's what I am. The light has exposed me, and I repent, and I get on my knees. Amen. But how many times have we lied to the Holy Ghost in here, where we're just coming to a service? I, I was praying the other night, and just the Holy Ghost made it so real, and sometimes it... It can be hard to communicate how real the Holy Ghost will, will make something to you. When you're, I was walking back and forth and I was just beginning to pray and seek God. And the Holy Ghost just quickened me. And so how, many, how, how much more would some of us come in here if somebody gave you a billion dollars or whatever the price is. We would be more gratified and more, we'd be more happy and always thinking, oh, man, I can't believe that person gave me a million dollars. I'm just so blessed by that or, or, you know, using all this money and stuff. But how much more would God's delivered you and I from? How much more would God set you and I from? And yet we can come in here on a Sunday morning or, or a weekday and come in here and just go through the motions and sing songs and sing I surrender all and not really truly surrender everything to the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe that's, you know, part of the, you know, lying to the Holy Ghost. I believe it was Tozer. I'm not sure. And I'm paraphrasing in this quote, but he said most of the lies that go up in the world are on a Sunday morning. When Christians come into a, on the, in a congregation and they begin to sing all the songs right. of how they surrendered and everything else, but yet they're really not truly surrendered. That's right. And they know things that there's things in their heart that God's dealt with and said, give up, whether it's time, whether it's your prayer life, whether it's money. You have to be honest and give up things that God has laid his finger on. We are to be a living sacrifice, you know. The word sacrifice means an act of slaughtering an animal or person or surrendering a possession and offering or surrendering a possession as an offering to God. That's what a sacrifice is. You and I are here tonight to be a living sacrifice to God. A sacrifice not only in that we are to slaughter our own, we should be crucified with Jesus. But to be a sacrifice unto Jesus, not our money, not this body, not my truck, not my land, not my house, no matter what it is, whether it's my wife 
or children, my friend, you have to be surrendered to the will of God. And that's what it is to be truly sacrificed, truly a true living sacrifice. That's what Hebrews chapter 11 is talking about. When it says going further and entering into that rest, it's talking about a person that no matter what the cost is, no matter what happens in their life, whether they lose their business, whether they lose their job, if they're doing the will of God, it doesn't matter, will not phase you and I. If we're really and truly completely Amen. surrendered to the Lord Jesus Christ. But I believe most of the time is, is when, we, when we get our eyes off of Jesus and we're not continually coming into the presence of God and continually praying through, there, there can be a temptation or there will be a, a blindness there to, to lie to the Holy Ghost when God's laid His finger on your heart time after time and, and said, you have to deal with this. I put my finger on it. Deal with it. Yet we lie and say, oh, I'm surrendered completely to Jesus. What is your heart tonight? Are you really surrendered to the Lord Jesus Christ? Have you given Him everything? Are yet you holding back a portion? Well, one day, I'm going to get married. I, I'm, I'm just, I, God told me, I, used to, I remember thinking these thoughts as a young man. Very young man. I'm young right now. <laughs> but <laughs> I remember thinking these thoughts. That if God told me, I would be so hard if God told me right now, you'll never get married. I'd be tempted to leave. Just be tempted. That's a terrible. That's not so. You'll never get married like that. First off, the dangers of married getting married. Amen. <laughs> but uh, if that's your heart, if, if those kind of things go through your mind, you're not fully surrendered to Jesus. If you're, if I'm, if I'm to work on the grass through the rest of my life. I, I'm, that would be a hard thing for me to swallow. If I'm to work for my father the rest of my life, that would be a hard. If those things go through your mind, my friend, you're not fully surrendered to the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't lie to the Holy Ghost and say, I'm pressing in. I'm doing the will of God because you're not. That's the greatest sin. That, that's to see the your own autonomy is your greatest sin when you not because oh I fell into lust that that just shows that there's a heart problem there's things in your heart that you're not really surrendered to but when you and I take up our thoughts our lives and do what we want whether it's a small minute thing my friend that is very vile that's the epitome of sin and God hates it. Like I said, we are to be a living sacrifice. Completely sold out to Jesus, no matter the cost. Giving everything to Him. And the last thing here tonight, I want to say, I believe the Holy Ghost, if we, if we just fully will surrender, be honest, like I was saying, we've got to be honest. If we just be honest, what, what the, 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 the infinity of what God has for in store for us is right there. The, it's not God's will that, you know, there be sick among us. It's not God's will that you be carnal or whatever it is. God wants us to go further. It's not God's yeah. will that we don't have revival. God's will is that we have revival. Right. It's not him. It's full. It's open. There's an open right. ended as far as you want to go in Jesus as as far as you've been. Because that's as far as you want to go. My friend, you can we can have we can see healing, we can see soul yes, saved, we can yes, see all these different things if we to give ourselves to the will of God and completely surrender. The reason you don't have personal revival is because you're not completely sacrificed, you're not completely crucified with Jesus. And that's the that's the gist of it. Really, we have we can see everything that the apostles saw, we can experience everything that the word of God has said we can experience. 
that put forth as the apostles experienced, we can experience those things if we fully give ourselves to the Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 Praise God. Got to keep. Got to crucify the old man. Amen. All the to deal with that. Amen. I'm sure there are some who need to give a deeper commitment to Jesus. Amen. Or God wouldn't be saying that. That's right. But there's also danger for those of us who have pressed in. That you know we would slide backwards, or that we would allow that old man to be resurrected take back areas of life that God has pinpointed before in our lives but you know we, we let them slip and then you know the danger is that you know like he's saying you, you you allow you know you continue in that and you don't hear God dealing with you you begin to lie to yourself that's what people do they lie to themselves how do you get deceived uh -huh. no I am pressing it I am pressing it I, like, uh -huh. I am doing what God told me to do but there's this one where you just ignore it no or no, I'm not going to do that. Whatever it may be, and eventually, you won't be able to hear God's voice. You'll be deceived. You'll turn yourself off to it. You're lying to yourself. You're lying to the Holy Ghost. Amen. I certainly don't want to fall into that. I want to remain in the fear of the Lord. And I want to be honest and true with God. Anything in me, Lord, that's not like Christ, may be dealt with.